to another episode of the Tune in 10, brought to you by the Tune Network. My name's Adam, and that's Vince, and we're here to talk about yet another win. Is that eight on the bounce now in all competitions? Eight or nine, possibly. Eight of the league, nine in all competitions. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think it's, um, I think it's matched uh, Kevin Keegan's um, record as well. Ten would be unprecedented against Blackburn this weekend um, but we'll look forward to that it's a very special episode uh this one vince it's it's, it's my birthday episode birthday tomorrow so give you likes give you shares he doesn't want presents he would just like likes shares and clicks social engagement is what i'm looking for <laughs> so thanks he guys. does get it from his family as well but, <laughs> but anyway it means more online it's more from strangers <laughs> you're not strangers you're friends you Part of the the network. Part of our ring. Oh, you can't really can't really use the word ring, can you? Like as a group of people, that's like got a bad connotation, hasn't it? It does, yes. And we're a network. network. We're togetherness, not a, sharing. Not a, not a ring of people, a network of people. Network of people. <laughs> that's a ring. Don't want people saying the part of the ring. It's, uh, Operation Unity. Under, underground ring. Operation Unity. Um, right. Enough of underground rings. Um, Let's start the first half, shall we, with a look back at uh, Leeds nil and Newcastle United at two. Time at the ready and go. Well, I'll be honest with you, we both missed the live version of this game, or at least all of it, because we were both attending the same wedding. <laughs> uh, but I did catch the first half live. It wasn't our wedding, it wasn't. It was, no, no, we're not. I mean, we... We, we, we do like each other. We like Rob. But um, yes, we, I, I did catch the second half um, at a, later on. But uh, again, what I mean, it didn't. It kind of didn't matter how we played. But I would have taken a draw, as, as I think most people. Leeds have been in good form, and Elland Road's a tricky place to go, particularly when that crowd who've been a bit like we've been for a while, starved of success and big teams for so long. Have us come in, do you remember a couple of years back when Leeds bought an absolutely amazing away following for League Cup time? Oh, yes, yeah, day. yeah. So though Leeds fan base, good, give them credit. But, but Monks, Monks, yeah, Monks got them playing really yeah, well. And actually, yeah. right. from, from, from what I saw on Sunday, they, 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 they genuinely give us a test. It maybe 2-0 flattered us slightly. I mean, it was a very, quite an even contest. But I think it was, um, I mean, as, as Rafa said in his uh, post-match interview, you know, we sort of, peppered them for the first half an hour but then after that it was kind of weathered the storm they, yeah they were they were going over with us and we were maybe a little bit similar to um the end of the cardiff game um when we were kind of under the cosh a bit but we just sort of held our nerve and i think again that kind of form is so important when you're when you're actually going for the title and it's it's just scraping out these wins and, and two nil fans i mean the two goals the first one obviously i mean let's Rob Green's dropped another plopper, hasn't he? He did it. He did it in the. Uh, was it the was World he, Cup? Was he was going it? for the cross? Was he going for the pass to Gale, or was he going for the lob into the goal? Callback. Yeah. No, it would have been a cross that just went wrong. Because it, it's callback. So yeah. yeah if it was it, Shelby, I'd possibly give him. I'd possibly <laughs> give him. The, it was almost the like it was almost above his head. Going yeah, through. I think it's and massively think wayward. Well, that's what to give Green a little bit of credit. That's what put them off a little bit because it's almost because like... Because who would imagine Colbert would have like a shot from... It's like playing poker. It's like playing poker. Sometimes the real professionals say they don't like playing novices because they can't predict what they're yeah. going to do. It's like Colbert <laughs> yeah, when you yeah. don't know what yeah. he's going to... Well, that's it. And I think what's, what got him was the fact that he, he lifted his hands up and then he, he felt the bar. Yeah. And then that kind of was like... Oh. It was like a reaction. And, but Gale, the poaching, to just on his heels all the time. and then I mean, that's why he scored as many goals as he has. 
this this season because he's just it's his anticipation, it's positioning. It just. Did you feel sorry on Mitrovic though? Uh, yeah, a little bit. I, look, I, look, I love Mitrovic, but but you know what it is? It's a really nice problem to have, and whoever starts, I'm I'll be happy with either of them because they both score or score and create, and that's. But what I, I think Gale's the better finisher. Yes, I'd probably say that. Yeah. Imagine if you could combine the two though, if you In had a one the physical complete presence, striker. Be like, wow, you unbelievable. Like someone like Shearer playing for you. <laughs> Yeah, to have that physical strength and the aerial ability, but but then I mean, then, but hey, that's that, that second goal as well. Um, the the, the passing move, the, the call back to Anita to Perez, back to Anita across and finish a goal. It was just it was liquid football. It was absolutely amazing move. I mean, the, the old cliche of that, that's Barcelona, you'll be raving about it. But yeah, it's against Leeds. It's in the Championship, but it's. It's a sign of Rafa Benitez's um, influence on the on the training ground. The quick pass is the one credit. Oh, he kept us in it absolutely. I, I think Dallo's cemented his place as the first choice now. I, I I could see him being given a bit of time, even if he has a fluff. I could see him being get being get bit Well, I saw I saw some I saw some chat the other day about uh, Ghent in Belgium wanting to take Sells back on loan. Wouldn't surprise me at all. <laughs> Which I mean I don't know. I mean I I. I I think Sell's got a little bit hard done by. But I, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't, I, I don't think Dallow got hard no. done by. I don't think Dallow deserved to lose his place at the start of the season. No, maybe not. Maybe not. I thought he did enough last season, even when we went down. But, then I, but I still think our best keeper last season was Elliot. <laughs> so we've got, well, well, yeah. and we've got, and he's back in training yeah. now. So we've got that. Dallow would so Look, he's got a decision to make, but it's a nice problem to have. But I mean, once again, we're, we're rotating our squad, and even after an international break where you could pick up injuries, you could, you know, we've got plenty of internationals in the squad. We still go out and ch- you know churn out a result like that, and we go into another home game against Blackburn. Very winnable one. Blackburn are looking abject. They're looking dire, aren't they? Oh, absolutely. And then, and then after that, we go, we go away to Hull in in in, in the quarter final of the AFL Cup, and you know, next a couple more wins. I mean, we might not, we might not get through the cup, but reach the quarter final as it is. Be nice to get a semi final against the proper Premier. Not saying we're well, not well, what, well, what, going to be a Premier League team this time next year, rather. Let's no, be probably honest. not. No, I think that I think the squad is too threadbare to survive, to be honest. But so that's a real opportunity there, but. And again, just another amazing week. It, it, it continues. Five points clear after seventeen games. It's five points clear, and then we're nine points clear and of the automatic. Most of the the big teams in inverted commas as well. Yeah, uh, look, well, it's it's very early to be getting too comfortable. But we'll you've got to get the leading goal scorer. But you but you, but you, but you, but you get past you get past Christmas you get up to about February and if we're still in a similar position if we get, if we've extended it's all about that distance between first and third really if we've extended that that gap of nine to say it's if that was fifteen good, say if that was fifteen sixteen you'd be like yeah we, it would just take a Rafa miraculous like, capitulation you just like Psh, game done I can't remember who they were playing but like that famous clip where he just goes sticks his hand and he's <laughs> like, I'm talking about Rafa I do believe we're talking about him second half aren't we so stay tuned for more Rafa Bands after this Rafa Bands <laughs> <laughs> Hello, hello, and welcome back to the second half of the Tune in 10. Um, right, so we promised we'd be talking about uh, Mr. Benitez. Um, so let's just crack on, shall we? Five minutes, time on the ready, and go! Well, 
There was a bit of a rumour this week, wasn't there, about um, West Ham possibly being interested in our, our new messiah, uh, Rafa Benitez. Um, and how did he respond, Vince? He went on a tour of Newcastle's. <laughs> All the North East has to offer him. He, he, went to, he went to the Newcastle. He went to the Newcastle. He went to the Age of the North. He did. Gated, so he, he, was meet, he was meeting some uh, chainmail lads. Chainmail lads. Wasn't he? And guy with the helmet on and that. Um, went to Cathedral as well. Like, this doesn't look like a man who's looking to uproot anytime soon, does it? I don't, I don't think he would. I think if he did want to leave us, if he wasn't committed to it long term, the time was the championship. Now, even if he hadn't gone straight to a club of West Ham's stature, he could have sat nicely at home. He's a multi-millionaire many times over, he doesn't need the money. He could have sat nicely at home and waited for a cushy job to come up mm -hmm. anywhere in Europe because they always will come up. The managerial merry-go-round yeah, as yeah. such, there will be a job that comes up. So he didn't have to stick with this and... I can't see any base to it. I mean, if there was a very big team came in, but equally... I well, for a start, Village is still in the job. Um, and and secondly, it's it's not even... I think even if an even bigger club than West Ham, he's got something... Look, he's been there. He's been at Real Madrid. He's been at Liverpool. He's been at Chelsea. He's been at Napoli. He, he, well, Valencia as well. He's been at Valencia. He's been at some huge European clubs. And what he's got in Newcastle is kind of like money can't buy... It's it's this connection. I mean, it's it, it's like um, at the five one uh, against Tottenham at the end of last season, when everyone was chanting his name. It was his daughter's. I mean, he obviously felt that. He was just like, wow. And his, it was his daughter who said to him, "Look, you cannot walk away from this." And he knows there's something special here. And look, he's in the championship, man. He did like he wants to be here. He chose to be here. It does. I, I don't think it matters who was to put a bid in. Honestly. Because he's got something that he's got this. It's job satisfaction, isn't it? And it's and it's it, it, and it's being content in life. And he's got something that he does not. He's he's got control and a bit of power, which is really good. And I don't seen, think he cares about the money. He's seen what happens at big clubs at Liverpool. Liverpool let him go and replaced him with Roy fucking Hodgson. <laughs> think about that for a second. <laughs> Just think about it. And I think he was he was he at no, he's at Fulham. Liverpool got rid of Rafa and replaced him with Roy yeah. Hodgson. Well, come on. Yeah. You see what happens. Real Madrid got rid of him. Fair enough, they did win the Champions League after that. But, but yeah, I mean, again, you know, it's, it's, he's got something in Newcastle he hasn't got anywhere else, this, this autonomy. But he's, the amount that he's invested in the community and the club, we talk about it all the time. But do you, guess, do you just think this is that, a... that um, The young lads match, didn't he? You know, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, him yeah. and the backroom staff about 7, 8 o'clock at night went to watch some young kids playing. Yeah. He's, he, he breathes it, he loves it. But is this just another example of... Uh, media rumours and other fans trying to derail us. I mean, it's you. You got the story. Um, I think it was in the Sun uh, um, about <laughs> about Gail having four teeth knocked out on Jamal Lasell's birthday night out or whatever. And yeah, I mean, I think if he had had four teeth knocked out, he might have maybe a slightly bruised lip or face yeah, or just to punch so someone that hard knocks four teeth out. Well, he's I, not going to be playing, is he? He's not no, going to absolutely not. Play like, a you, of days you're going to get some yeah. significant tissue damage. So. There's, again, that's probably complete bollocks as well. Um, but but, I it, think but it's it's a sign that we're, we're not. We're getting under people's skin, aren't we? If people are wanting to write about us like that, we still are a massive draw. Who's writing about Burton Albion? Who's writing about Norwich or Villa in the same sort of sense? Nobody. 
We're still a massive draw, even when we're in the championship. And I we think the for the championship. I think Burnham Post have just uh, released an article tonight, and it was like saying, um, um, "Villa under Bruce versus Newcastle in the same time period." And it was like they're, they're using us as a benchmark exactly. of like yeah. grand success. And it was like it's it's really flattering when you get you get fans complaining, you get sort of media saying, "Well, this is it." They're just like, "Oh." Um, you know, well, the champ enjoy the championship. It's not going to be as easy as you think. And then the same people are kind of saying, "Oh, look, it's only the championships. Of course, you're doing well. It's, just, said it's brilliant." Which which manager? I think that we played recently basically said Newcastle shouldn't be in the championship. We're not a championship club. So was it Simon Grayson? Was yeah, it? I think I think they excused their performance by saying, "Well, well what, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? These should And it's a fair point. We should never. And it just shows what McLaren did to us. We should never. Not I'm not disrespecting championship teams. 52,000 stadium, fan base, top 20 richest club in the world, Rafa Benitez as a manager, we don't belong here, do you know what I mean? We don't no. belong here. But let's just enjoy the ride as it happens and let other clubs get pissed off by us. And <laughs> I, I must say, I've got to say this, I've got to say this, um, a good friend of mine is a Leeds fan. Um, I've got a big, I've got big time for Leeds as a club, I think, historically great club. We had a great rivalry in like, sort of like the 90s and the... And a couple of great sort of four threes, I think, in the early in the Robson days then. as well. That's, so we've got a lot of time for Leeds. But um but Danny <laughs> Fuck you, mate. <laughs> Get in. We'll see you soon. Um right, well I think that's about it for another episode of the Tune in Ten. We've got Blackburn to look forward to in the weekend, followed by Hull in the Cup. Oh, it could be magical. It could be I, magical. I just had it went to university in Hull, so it's, uh, I did. I did. So um, I, oh, there's you know, I actually didn't go and see Hull once, although I did go to a. Well, they're not, not playing like the Ryman's division or something back in those days. No, they're 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 still, they're still, they're probably about third tier, but yeah. I, um, but actually, um, the, the closest I got to the, the KC Stadium or the KCOM as it's called now was to a car boot sale on a Sunday <laughs> in, in the car park of the, of the stadium. And I remember buying, um, I, bought, I bought a fake rusty samurai sword for a pound. So I was just walking around with this just sword at like 10 a.m. Like, just with a sword, no one's batting an eyelid. It's just whole, everyone's just like, huh? Yeah. It's just like, what is this place? Wow. So that's the closest I got to the stadium. So um, very jealous of the travelling support there because... Oh man, I'd give anything to be there. Absolutely anything to be there, I think. And I don't think they're selling out though. They've given us a really shitty allocation. And, I know, and they haven't, I think yeah. they're closing one of their top tiers because they're not going to fill it. They've done that on purpose because they want to try and quell the support. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's trying to uh, dilute ours, isn't it? But hell, well, I think I think they've opened up home f uh, support um, tickets just to anyone, so I think <laughs> there'll be a fair few Geordies in there. Anyway. Take your samurai sword. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, fingers crossed, and we'll uh, we'll give some reaction after those games anyway, and see where we're at. It could be a pretty special week. But anyway, thanks very much for watching and for listening. Uh, I've been Adam. That's been Vince. You've been watching the Tune in Ten, brought to you by the Tune Network, and we'll see you next time. See you later. Bye, see bye. I was doing jazz hands there. That's a good <laughs>